Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast. And with me, as always, hopefully fully awake, is Edward Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? The reason why he said that is because I am giving up energy drinks and today is day one. What a fucking idiot. Like, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, well, not pre-workout, pre-workout. I'm still going to do that, but only when I work out today, I didn't work out. I had a, that Batman calzone pizza from little Caesars, little Caesars. If you're listening, the people from little Caesars, you know, like, can I have a poster from yeah, the Batman? You want, why would you? <laughs> Wait, they had, they're giving away posters of Batman at Little Caesars. Well, the the no the 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 one that they have hanging, dude. Like it looks like that uh, vinyl member, like the vinyl one. But dude, it looks badass. Like it's it's all red. I was like, oh, bro. Like, so I'm, I'm assuming you're gonna go watch the the Batman, dude. I got a ten out of ten on IGN. Apparently, dang, that's really yeah. I was you like thinking, I was like, it's not the Avengers. I was like, and, and it's a DC movie. It, come it, to get a 10 it, com- it comes out this weekend, right? I think it comes out. Yeah, it comes out on the Wednesday or Thursday. So let's go. I mean, unless you don't, yeah. unless you have the voice. I have the voice. Okay, no, well, never mind. <laughs> it's like, I have the voice. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to go watch it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to go watch it. I mean, Zoe Kravitz yeah. is in the movie, and, and I love Zoe Kravitz. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, but I mean, it's said to be really good. I mean, everyone was kind of hesitant because you got freaking the guy from from Twilight in there, but uh, Robert Pattinson. No, they said they the 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 ratings or the reviews said that he did a good job. He's like, but the people that did stand out was uh, uh, Paul Dano and and Zoe Kravitz. But they said that he did a good job. Well, well no, because it's Zoe Kravitz, bro. She's a fucking star. <laughs> so, no shit, Zoe Kravitz is gonna fucking kill it. Uh, okay, we got the Zoe fan club over here too. But let's get on with this. Uh, podcast. yeah, because we do have we have quite the loaded episode because we got some headlines, man. Um, we're not gonna try to over you know go quickly on the first two because I mean, unfortunately, the the, the big the big one's gonna be the last one we talk about. Um, yeah. Not to not to minimize any of them. It's just you know um, current events. So it's, it's all current yeah, events. current events. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, preview the the knockout rounds of the Europa League because uh, that finally that finally is solidified. Somehow this correlates to what our our big news topic is going to be. Actually, at the end, um, we're also going to have our game recaps. Obviously, our players of the week, uh, our games to watch. And of course, a three out three down. It's gonna go a little bit, 
a little bit deep here. We're going to be talking about uh, things you grow out of. Could be deep. It could just be flat out talking about clothing. But, you know, it could be anything. Right. But yeah, so we'll go ahead and take grew, a break. Grew out of, grew out of uh, beatboxing. You know, it could be all that. I mean, does anybody... I mean, I guess... Was, what, has Spencer been a beatboxer? I don't know. We got to ask him that. That's a good question. We'll, 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 we'll see. But anyways, so... Yeah, so that's going to be episode 78. Get ready, guys. It's, it's going to be an interesting one for sure. So we're going to go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with headlines. Yo, Edward, I'm digging that jersey. Where did you get it? Thanks. I got it at fanatics.com. What's fanatics? Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. You can get the gear of all your favorite teams. Even NASCAR? Even NASCAR. If you shop using our link, not only will you be getting swagged out, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. Nice. I'm going to start shopping now. And we're back. All right. Remember, guys, Instagram, Twitter, at Insert Name FC. There is our bios. Underneath our bios, there is a link. It takes you to our link tree. You can go ahead and check out our our Instagram name FC clothing store, which we'll figure something out with designs because, I mean, Edward, Edward's not a graphic designer. I'm not a graphic designer. <laughs> Maybe Spencer's a graphic designer. I, I don't know. I can't tell you how he lives. Um, right. I mean, we could just pay Alejandro to make a design, but then again, uh... Well, I don't think we're all doing great financially. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so there's that. But Instagram FC clothing store. Make sure you guys go ahead and get, your, get our basic design. Um, obviously, how you can listen to us through Spotify, Pandora, Spreaker. Um, the Burns Radio. If you're listening to us through Burns Radio, hi. Um, Hello. Great job, Zach. You, you, put, us a, you, put, a, you put the right recording. Um, no, that sounded so mean. I love you, Zach. Yeah, I did. I love you, Zach. <laughs> Does he really though? Does he really? Check out the Great Iron Gallery. It's a it's a great American football podcast. Um, he's also doing his thing with USFL as well. So go ahead and check out uh, Zach Kyleman. But anyways, going back to this, <laughs> um, Burns Radio, Belly Up Sports, and our great partners in Audible and Fanatics. If you guys do take uh, take advantage of those great partners of ours, obviously you're going to help us out on the finances side, and uh, maybe we could pay Alejandro to make us some designs. No. <laughs> so there you go. Making we'll a making the scene part of there, sir. <laughs> Instagram and Twitter nah, at Instagram just... FC. All right, Edward. So headlines. So we're gonna kick things off with uh, a, a big, big event, uh, moment. If you guys have been following Wellso Digital Media or Women Kickballs, shout out to them because they're ki- they're kicking ass, in my opinion. Uh, pun not intended there, but yeah. So they're doing, <laughs> they're doing great. They're doing great with their things, and they dropped. Well, it's not like they dropped it too. I mean, it was a big thing that happened in women's soccer, um, but obviously they are going to cover it as well. But I just want to give give some love to them too. But U.S. soccer has settled with the U.S. women's national team, and uh, it's twenty four million dollars. Twenty four million dollars will be going to the U.S. women's national team. Twenty two will be going to the players, and two million will go to post playing careers or charitable endeavors. So. You know, obviously, this was a long-going lawsuit that has been going with the women's national team and U.S. soccer over equal pay, um, pay discrimination, all the things that you've heard. So this court, this lawsuit was going on during the during the process. There was it was under what the court was seeing was that 
in all actuality, the women's national team was actually making more than the men's national team because um, their money was guaranteed, whereas the men's was a pay pay to place uh, way to, way to get paid. Where the women's national team was like, you're paying us for the year. So it's an interesting. Like I'm not gonna try to go into the the nitty gritty about this because either way, the women's national team is clearly the better product as far as results goes because obviously they have won the World Cup multiple times. The the U.S. men's national team, we have considered beating Mexico as our World Cup. Uh, let's be honest. <laughs> well, no, actually, what was it? Uh, Copa America, wasn't it? Copa America or like... Uh, well, Copa we didn't Copa win Copa America. <laughs> what was it? Co- Confederations Cup? Was it the Confederation Cup? Losing the Confederations Cup final? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I believe they, they beat Spain and they got destroyed by, by Brazil. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but obviously the highest level of success has been for the U.S. men's national team has been the Gold Cup, um, or or depending on how you feel about the uh, uh, Concacaf Nations League. But obviously, a World Cup hasn't been hasn't even been sniffed by the U.S. men's national team. Um, whereas the women's national team clearly has the success. So I, I'm sure people there. It's very mixed opinions when it comes to the women's national team. Whether or not they deserve the money, whether the, obviously finding out that the women's national team, in all actuality, based on what the what the court saw was that the women's national team actually did make more money than the men's national team on a on a per I guess a per annual a per game basis or I don't know uh, if you got I don't I'm not I'm not a I'm clearly I'm not a finances guy uh, but, uh, <laughs> clearly I'm not a lawyer either uh, but. From what I, there was this guy on YouTube, his name is Nate, Nate the lawyer. Um, he was actually covering the, the, this lawsuit, a lot of lawsuits, that he, a lot of court things that he covers, but that was kind of my way to like understand what was going on because I'm an idiot. And so, oh, man. so he, he kind of helped me like walk me through it. And, and yeah, it was interesting to find now, at least through from what it, apparently he, you know, obviously he's just reading the facts, just seeing what he, what he's seeing, you know. Kind of what he what he was. He was clearly not happy with the result because clearly, once again, if you look at it from what they they're showing me, I'm also an idiot. So you guys can tell me. I, I'm I'm also I'm happy for the women's national team because I do believe they deserve the money. So I don't I don't I don't I'm not don't think I'm, oh don't 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 start trying to cancel me. But from what <laughs> he was sharing with me, in all actuality, the women's national team was making more money than the men's national team players were because once again. The men were paid per game, whereas the women's national team was, they get the money regardless. It's guaranteed. Um, yeah. And obviously, if you go off of that 2020 year, um, the men got nothing because they didn't play. They didn't play in 2020. Um, whereas the women's national team still got paid, even though they weren't playing any games. So it's just, that was what the, the obviously the big conflict. There's a lot of people that are kind of split between this. They're like, oh, the women's national team are greedy. They just want money. But in, in all actuality, don't we all just want money? I mean, yeah, I think we all so, want money. But I, once again, like, and there's always going to be the people, oh, well, people, women's soccer is boring. Well, I mean, that means you're not watching women's soccer because it's actually pretty entertaining. Uh, so, yeah. Fuck sometimes it. they freaking, sometimes they freaking headbutt each other. And Bro, and like, so is, so, is, is really fun to watch. Like, I mean, like, I, I shoot, sometimes, like, you know, when I watch, like, Women, uh, the the women's, I don't know what's called in the the, the English the the league in England. I, I don't know what exactly the league is called, but um, I, I know it's not the Premier League, but where that league that they play in, like it's a very entertaining league. 
the Liga MX Femenil. Um, it's a fun league in Mexico. Like I've actually enjoyed watching women's soccer. I don't see what what the issue is. It's it's soccer. Like I mean, it's, it's people kicking a ball. I mean, like priest. There's nothing else that be, there's no there's no like criticism needed for this. Anyways, but um, but yeah. So the women were able to settle. Um, they kept fighting and fighting, and they you know ended up getting a settlement where they're happy with because you know obviously they they accepted the, the settlement. So twenty four million going to them. Um, obviously once again twenty two going to the players and two million going to charitable endeavors or post playing careers. So and, and obviously and also by the end of the year there will be a new collective bargaining agreement for the U.S. women's national team. I mean I believe it's U.S. soccer. I think it's actually going to be combined with the men's national team. I could be wrong on that as well because I'm an idiot. But um, I do believe that because I think both the men and the women's national team their their CBAs have actually are done. So they're going to have to set up a new deal for the for both the, both of them. So that's interesting, nonetheless. But Edward, how do you feel about the, the women's national team getting this settlement? Well, I mean, I feel good. I, I feel good for them. You know, um, bra- brava for them. You know, I forgot. I forgot what it was. Uh, oh, like and, and the office, he's like brava. Like you know, for for, for when it's a woman, it's like brava, and then for a male, it's bravo. Anyways, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell you. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but yeah, I just got it off the office. That's why. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you know, kudos to them. Uh, really good, really good on them to get that money. Um, it, it, it gives them a little bit more incentive, I think, you know, and to, to keep playing in that level, you know, to, to, uh, to keep moving upward instead of just like staying stagnant. Or like they would be like, you know what? Like this, this sucks. Like how are these? How is the men's team ended up gonna make more money and they're still gonna continue going up while the women's, you know, just remains the same level? So it, it uh, I think it, even if it's like just, I mean, to be honest, to me, twenty four million for the U.S. women's, you know, national team. Like, I, I think uh, it's a little bit, it's a bit, it's a bit low in my opinion. Um, if anything, I, I feel like they deserve more. Um, but you know, they they get what they can right now at this moment. Maybe later on, it'll it'll increase with time, uh, hopefully. And they they get a little bit more, and they actually have like um, more future endorsements, more sponsorships, you know, uh, than than the men or equal to. You know, just trying to make sure that you know. Like, like they say, like, you know, the men's, like you said, men's team have yet to sniff a World Cup and yet the U.S. women's team, you know, they, they've been there and they've won. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, it'll be definitely interesting to see what happens at the end of March. Fuck, this episode's going to draw, it's going to be the first episode of March. Now that I, I, oh, I damn. The <laughs> first episode yeah. of March. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> this is the first episode of March. Holy shit. Anyway, so hey, we'll see what happens at the end of the month of, of what's going on with with the collective bargaining agreement that either men's national team is also a part of or the women's national, we'll see what happens. Like, well, where hap- what happens with that collective bargaining agreement? Because obviously, will dictate how much they're going to get paid. Uh, at least for until that until this collective bargaining agreement is is no longer. But yeah, congratulations to the women's national team. You you got you got the settlement done. So um, yeah, I'm kind of whatever though. Like you know, probably could have gotten a lot more. I I, I and, and I agree with that, but. You know, hey, this is what they wanted. They accepted it. That's all that matters. So, congrats to them. So, moving on, we're going to go to Marcelo Bileza. 
Bileza, Bilza. I'm, I'm sorry, Leeds United. But he is no longer the manager at Leeds United. They have parted ways. Um, and it's honestly because, well, Leeds United is uh, not looking too good. Um, the second season, obviously, me and Edward were super excited for Leeds United last season. We're hoping, like, oh, man, I can't wait what the follow-up is going to be because they looked really good last year. Um, and it just happens. I mean, you know, it happens. It, it really does happen where just sometimes the, the, the competition of, of the Premier League can be a bit much. And um, this month was really, you know, this past month was really rough for, for, uh, for Leeds United. I believe they gave up 20 goals in the month of, uh, in the month of February. So it's, uh, it was rough for them. And unfortunately, they decided to part ways with Marcelo, um, which you can see the, the, the love that the fans have for Marcelo because of, you know, this is the man that, that got this team back in the Premier League. Um, so obviously there's a lot of sentiment towards him and a lot of respect. But I mean, unfortunately, they just don't see him as the guy to keep him afloat. Um, and as I say this, they're currently 16th place, which uh, Newcastle United is in 14th, which this, this sucks even more for me. Uh, but, <laughs> but we're not talking about Newcastle United right now. Uh, but, but yeah, we're talking about Leeds United. And so the, the interesting thing is now Jesse Marsh, who I thought was going to go to Monaco, um, is now going to become the new manager of, of Leeds United, which I, I wish him nothing but the best of luck because this isn't an easy job. No, no. The, the, ex, the, the job is honestly to keep him in the Premier League. Um, do they have a team? I, I, th- I, I, I think that at least enough to stay in the Premier League for sure. Um, hopefully they could beat Newcastle United at some point, so so they could go back down to peg. But um, no, I think it's a it's a it's not an easy job. But apparently Jesse Marsh feels like he's up for the task. Uh, but before you, you we talk about Jesse Marsh, or how do you feel about uh, Marcelo Bielsa basically no longer being with Leeds United? Um, I mean they were. They struggled. I mean, they struggle. I mean, they have the talent, honestly. They have the youth, the talent um, with Leeds United. Um, but I guess, I guess maybe they they're trying to level up. You know, they're trying to they're trying to find somebody who's more capable, more competent to help them achieve to be in the tops in the top spots. Notice that I am not saying win the Premier League, but you know, just in the top spots. You know, get qualified for either you know uh, champions or even the the Europa League or, or you know just just they want to make sure that they get up there. They don't want to stay, you know, down below. I think so. I think that's that's why um, they're getting over uh, with Jesse Marsh and um, he's a he's a hell of a coach, dude. Like I mean, he's he's a hell of a coach. Um, also, you, you got to remember, Leeds United is uh, speculated to be going all all for Brandon Harrison, which obviously Brandon Harrison was at Salzburg while while Jesse Marsh was managing Salzburg. Yeah, so exactly. It's a, so that's a you know obviously maybe that's a, a also a factor into it, hoping a, that they that you know Jesse Marsh could be something to help lure Brandon. That sounds so creepy. <laughs> to lure, use Jesse Marsh to lure Brendan Aronson. I know this is a common phrase. I'm not saying that this isn't a common phrase that people use in, in as far as sports goes, 
You know? Use it as an incentive to move on to the next club. Help, there help you go. uh, uh there not, you go. well, I was about to say entice. That's going to sound even worse. Oh, <laughs> eesh. Maybe eesh, make, no, that's not going to No. They're going to hope just, that Jesse Marsh can help them get Brandon Aronson to Leeds United. There you go. There. That's there. a little bit better. Less awkward, less creepy. But, try, uh, try, try, try to say it again. Uh, they're, they're hoping Jesse Marsh can help get Brandon Aronson to Leeds United. All right, there you go. <laughs> Boom, <laughs> done. <laughs> Save PR move. T- oh man, take a page yeah. out of that. Uh, uh, as long as hey, <laughs> as long as he doesn't drive to Leeds United in a white van, be all right. I think they pick him up from the airport in white vans. Oh damn! You're, you you're right. <laughs> in like those town cars with the, the little windows. town car. Oh, oh man. no! I gotta rewatch. I, I gotta rewatch Goal. I need to see how they do it over there. Right. And it was a limo or a town car or, or a van or a bus. Welcome to the tune. <laughs> oh god! It, welcome to the tune. Like, oh shit! Yeah, but anyways. But yeah, Jesse Marsh definitely has a. Uh, uh, quite the quite the work ahead of him if he wants to keep him afloat. I think right now the goal is just keep them afloat, which uh, he didn't do so well in RB Leipzig. Um, but but uh, I I mean at least he not apparently feels that he can do it. I mean Monaco wanted him, so I mean you know apparently something yeah. they think he's good. I I, I mm-hmm. still believe in Jesse Marsh. You know you guys know I'm a believer in Jesse Marsh, uh, but. It, that it, that's just a really it's, it's like you gotta remember what he did at Leipzig, which was was really bad. Um, you, you gotta you gotta take it in for everything. Uh, but obviously, we we know what he could do. We saw how great he was with Salzburg. So I mean, maybe that's the kind of clubs you need. He just needs teams that, like you said, have youth. You know, maybe that's what that's more of what he needs. Not a not a team that's like here's a bunch of guys that we think are pro ready. Make it work. You know, like he maybe he needs like a up and coming Holland, you know. So uh, there was nothing up and coming about Holland. Everybody knew Holland was going to be disgusting, but yeah. but that helps. That definitely helps uh, keep your career going. But I think it's it's a good place for Jesse Marsh to at least try to bounce back in his career for sure. So at least I'm excited for that. But uh, but yeah, now we're gonna go to to the big one, Edward. All so, right. Either you guys been living literally under a rock or you guys don't have Twitter, which I find that hard to believe, um, or don't have Instagram. I find that very hard to believe. Shoot, I'm sure it's on TikTok. For some of you, I do believe. Um, or if you guys just don't use the TV. But uh, if you guys don't know, I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll fill you in. Uh, Russia has invaded Ukraine. Um, it's uh, you know, obviously, we've seen the the we've seen videos of like what's going on over there in Ukraine. You know, you know the attacks and all that. Um, but we've also seen that Ukraine is Ukraine. Ukraine's tough, man. I'll say that. I'll say that. Props to Ukraine. Um, shoot, their fucking president is like loaded up in in a in a flacking Kevlar, dude. That guy is uh, being respect to him, but um. But yeah, so obviously, you know, th- there's a lot of tension that's been happening between Ukraine and Russia um, for quite some time, obviously. Uh, I-, I don't know if you, guys, if you guys have been following up with that or you guys 
actually, you know, even keep up with anything like, like, you know, international. Uh, like, I don't even think it takes that much. It just, you, it literally pops up when you, you, when you go to your Yahoo page. So, um, but, but yeah, there's all, there's been tension going on between Ukraine and Russia. And it's just finally it ha- it's happening. And it's like, should we get involved? Should we not get involved? Or is this going to be, everyone loves to ask, is, is, is World War Three ha- is happening? And it's like, yeah, and I, I don't think it will. It's kind of like trying to hold your breath, make sure it doesn't. And then when you finally breathe out, that's when we'll find the answer. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be World War Three. Um, I know there's people that are asking for the U.S. to get involved. They really, they can't really, honestly. No, no, because yeah, I remember who Russia has on their side, which is China. No, it's not. <laughs> well, no, it's not. It's not even that. It's uh, since uh, technically, uh, 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 Ukraine basically wanted to join NATO, and Russia, of course, was like, "No, we're not having that. You know, are you going to join us? Or you know, we're not letting you join NATO." And Ukraine was like, well, we kind of want to. And so they, they didn't because Russia invaded them as a, as a sign of like, this is what could happen to you or this is what's going to happen. The thing is NATO can't, can't invade or can't basically stop this because once one of the countries gets in from NATO, that means everybody has to come in rushing and bum rush them. And then, of course, like you said, you see who Russia has on their side, China, South Korea, um, South, you mean you know, North Korea. or North Korea, sorry. Um, you know, they have that. Then that's when World War starts. And uh, what's worse is not just a regular World War scene, okay, a nuclear World War. Yeah, and, so, I mean, obviously that's not what anybody wants. That's definitely what nobody wants. Um, obviously, you know, you have Ukraine recruiting people. Um, saying mm-hmm. that I think it was like three thousand a week or some shit like that. Uh, they'll give you an AK. Uh, so I don't know if that's true or not. I just I I I you know that's go, that's what I, heard, I saw on Twitter. So I, I take that with a grain of salt. I don't know what all is factual or not. But uh, and then I've saw all the all the TikToks of people like getting a letter in the mail, like either getting your citizenship or veterans like getting a letter saying that they got to go out to war. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it's it's been entertaining that part, but obviously you know this isn't a joke. It's actually like actually fucking happening. But um, yeah. And, and you guys are probably wondering what the fuck does this have to do with soccer? But we'll tell you right now. So um, obviously there's a lot of protests, protesting about you know like stop the war in Ukraine, like end the war, end this war, stop Russia, and all the all this shit. So you know there has been a lot of players and clubs that are speaking out and and wanting this to end. And, and you know, what's what's one way to help uh, you know not support Russia is by uh, affecting their pocketbooks, which is what some clubs ended up doing, which was ending their sponsorships with Russian businesses. Schalke, obviously, a club that has Gazprom, uh, Gazprom, which is a Russian company, um, so they are no longer featured on their on their jerseys. They I remember. think they've, and it's been like eighteen years or thirteen. Some, some, some. It's a seven long or six time. Years, seven or six years. Uh, I think it's been a long time since it's, it's been, been quite some time. But yeah, so Schalke is no longer affiliated with Gazprom. Manchester United, who I think recently just signed with Aeroflot, which is also a, a Russian company, has also parted ways with them as a shirt sponsor. Um, players that play in Ukraine 
Uh, you know, obviously there was a video of the Brazilian players in Ukraine playing for help that they don't know if they're going to eat, they're going to have food, you know, things like that, but are playing obviously once again to stop this war. Um, UEFA getting involved. They, they've, they have moved the final because the final was actually going to be in Russia for the, for the Champions League. They actually moved it to now France. Um, because obviously, you know, that's what's happening. Um, you know, players from Ukraine and Russia are speaking out on, on the matter. Uh, more, you know, someone to highlight, uh, Fyodor Smolov, uh, Smolov, uh, he actually, you know, captain, I believe right now, current captain of, of the Russian national team, um, actually at, posted on social media that he does not want to, he, he, he said no to war. Um, I mean, you know, you know, obviously showcasing that, that he, th- they don't want this. You have Chelsea owner Abramovich, who's Russian. Having to step down from stewardship and care. he's still the owner of Chelsea, but he is actually stepping down and letting um, I believe the, the the Chelsea Foundation run the stewardship and care part of of, of that job. I, I believe he's actually trying to talk to like the Ukrainian leadership and the Russian leadership to like f- find find some middle ground. I, I got from I I don't know what's happening, but I just know. Apparently he's trying to get involved to end this. Like, so being diplomatic. So, um, if he gets it done, man, fucking, you know, another reason to love Chelsea, I guess. Uh, not me, but I mean, like, another reason to love Chelsea. I mean, I'll respect Abramovich for sure, but, uh, that was, that was interesting to me. I don't know if you saw that, Edward, but, um, that was, that was, that was, uh, I'm not trying to laugh at this, but it was, that was, that was something I wasn't expecting to see in, you know, like popping up on my phone. You guys get me. Um, but that was interesting. I, I thought it was, it was something that really caught my attention. Um, you have national teams that are actually refusing to play Russia, Poland, Sweden, the U.S. men's national team, or maybe U.S. soccer as a whole. Um, England have, 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 have mentioned that they refuse to play Russia in any sort of matter. Including World Cup qualifying, so and, and you know obviously the one thing, the, the ongoing support for players that are from Ukraine. You saw the the standing ovation that they gave to the player over at Benfica. Um, you know, Zinchenko is a Zinchenko is, a, yeah. is a Ukrainian over at at uh, Manchester City, and he had you know obviously his fan you know, the fans of Man City showed a lot of support for him. Um, you've seen all across the world of soccer in the MLS. You saw a player you know. All the teams uh, huddling together, holding a Ukrainian flag, uh, standing for ending the war in Ukraine, you know, between Russia and Ukraine. Um, so we, you know, clearly there's a, the, everyone's making their statement to end this war. And uh, we're ha- people were wanting FIFA and, and UEFA to, to, you know, to really punish them, which is crazy to think that they're asking for a soccer federation to, to stop a war. Um, but, you know, UEFA and, and, and FIFA have stated that Russia is suspended. Russia is suspended from any participation in any tournament, which includes Champions League, Europa League, and World Cup qualifying. So Russia is now suspended from the World Cup. And so that's, is that, I don't know. If, honestly, I have no idea if that's going to really stop Putin, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think apparently the, the, 
at the International Karate Association even even banned Putin. Apparently, Putin is a black belt, um, which I didn't know that. <laughs> that's, that's just interesting. But I'm not. I mean, uh, you would think. You would think. I mean, you would think like you know the 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 president or the the what is it, the prime the minister of Russia? What is, what the fuck? The dictator of Russia? I don't think you know. Dictator. You would think. <laughs> Or whatever, whatever he is. Uh, anyways, but like, you you would think that he he is actually one of those men that's like in in high power. And all of a sudden, like he knows like Taekwondo, Krav Maga, Jiu Jitsu, all kinds of forms of uh, um, will bring up any any sort of uh, like any sort of martial arts whatsoever, and then like. He's like a master of black belt or something, just because he has the people to train him. Yeah, it's a it's been an interesting uh, chain of events that's happened since this uh, invasion that Russia has done with Ukraine. Um, obviously, like the fact that you know people want to share their voice, which I'm never going to say, don't share your voice if you if you if you want to state that you are against war, which I think I think that's a very I don't think anybody can disagree with that statement. At least I hope I hope people don't disagree with that statement. I don't think we we want conflicts like that to to escalate. But um you know, obviously you know, people, you know, obviously these athletes obviously they have these platforms they can speak on 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 things that they that they feel strongly for or against and this is kind of that shot for them, but um can it really impact a change to stop a war? I'm not entirely sure. I mean, honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say it. I, I did, I did make a, a joke tweet about this, and that was, uh, can we send Kendall Jenner and a Pepsi over to, to Ukraine? <laughs> so, uh, if you guys don't know, there was a, a commercial, a, pe- a Pepsi commercial, where Kendall Jenner stopped a, a, a riot with giving everybody a Pepsi. <laughs> if anybody saw, I that think I remember. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't stop laughing, but, <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> kind of going back to this, uh, yeah, I, it maybe could stop it, but I mean, at, at the end of it all, it's going to be, it's going to be how, how this event's going to end, whether it's, you know, the, the, you know, the leadership of Russia and Ukraine, you know, fi- can finally speak and hopefully end uh, and, and, and the war, even though it's only been a few days, I believe, since the invasion started. But, um, you know, you know, hopefully, you know, obviously, hopefully it can end sooner rather than later. Um, hopefully it doesn't escalate to where there's multiple parties involved. But, um, you, that's the thing is like, you never know. I think it's cool that, you know, athletes and, and people, of you know of high of high I guess celebrity, um, mm-hmm. want to touch up on these things, but I mean, and this isn't me saying like oh don't don't try. I mean it's just to me it's one of those things where it's just like it, it it's all on 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 Putin. I think in my head, like I don't know if if I'm sure Ukraine doesn't want this, <laughs> but by the way, but obviously yeah. Putin is the the aggressor. He's the one that went in. He 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 chose to invade. Uh, honestly, I don't even know if it was Putin's decision, but I feel like I should assume that it is. Um, but so that's like the thing with me is like that's who we're talking about. Does Putin care that 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 Russia's now out of the World Cup qualifying? Yeah, 
I mean, I hope, I hope he kind of does, but I mean, it, 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 it's like, it's one of those things. It's like, we can speak as much as we want that we're against the war. And I, that's where I am at. I am not for this war, clearly, but it's <laughs> like, can I, me saying, Hey, Putin, stop the war. It's not like Putin's going to be like, okay, buddy. You know, like, you know, like that's what, I, that's where I'm at. Like, even though I don't I'm know. joking with what? it, but at the same time, it's like, at the end of it all, it's that, it's that, it's their decision to make. Maybe Abramovich can, can, you know, stop it. Uh, maybe he can, he can, he can find, you know, cooler heads prevail in, in that type of thing. Honestly, my money's on Abramovich right now. Uh, I think that's, that's where I'm putting my money on. Um, he's got money. So that's why <laughs> usually people of, of high wealthy stature can definitely make some changes here. Um, but I just, it's for me, it's like, it's like, it's cool that everybody's speaking against it. But like I said, there's one person and one person only that needs to be his opinion changed. And that's right now the guy that had the idea to evade. So, yeah. so that's where I'm at. Um, everywhere are you? I mean, I personally, I, I, I would not like, I mean, I would not like, I don't like the idea of Ukraine being invaded by Russia. I, I wish there wasn't any war at all or any necessity of it whatsoever. Um, I'm just, uh, I, I just, yeah, uh, like I said, I, I'm not, I'm not for it. Um, basically, I guess, um, clubs that ended their sponsorship with like Russian businesses and stuff, you know, I just, I can understand, um, that their move, their, their movements of doing certain things like that. Um, sad to say that I think that they're still going to be under the table business from other countries as well. You know, like they're going to end up picking up that slack, especially like, you know, like we said, China is a big one. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I I think UEFA did it right when they, they moved it, they moved it from Russia to France. Like, you know, just, uh, hopefully we won't see any world war war at all whatsoever. Just, um, Ah, it's just, it's just terrible that this is going on in the world right now. Um, you know, I just, uh, you know, I, I personally, I, I would not want anyone to be invaded, no matter how, how good or bad they were or how big their army was whatsoever. Like, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it just doesn't, uh, doesn't help at all in the world for any other country to invade another one. I think. No, you're you're exactly right, man. Like it's just, um, and I mean, you kind of said as to why this the the, the friction has been happening, but yeah. it's just like it, it's 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 that thing, man. It's just like like I said, man. At the end of it all, like. The, the the opinion that definitely needs to change is obviously the guy that decided to invade Ukraine and that's like the big one that's like and I don't know about y'all but he seems like he doesn't really necessarily care what people think but um you know maybe maybe, maybe Kanye West or, or Donald Trump could go over there and, 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 and end things I mean we had Dennis Rodman go to North Korea maybe maybe that could work but um <laughs> but really man I just I, I, I really don't know what could really change I mean like I said, my money right now is at Bramovich. Um, you know, he, he stepped down from Chelsea's ownership, you know, to do 
maybe this is that's why he stepped down. It was like he's like I need to I need to stop this. And so maybe we could see maybe 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 I mean if if the if the news are actually if like if that's actually really true that he's that he's really going to Ukraine and and speaking to like the the leaders of Ukraine trying to find like oh I I guess uh, terms to agree to I I don't, I don't know what necessarily the terms need to be agreed upon like don't invade us like I mean I don't <laughs> I'm not trying to make fun of this okay. Um, <laughs> but like it's just I don't good job, good job bro I'm trying so hard not to make fun of this bit um, but I mean like I, it, it's it's at the end of it all it's just can we can we get the aggressor to just be like you know chill out you know so that's really what it is so hopefully uh, this conflict could end sooner like I said rather than later uh, but yeah it, it, it's it's I think we're 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 gonna be on we're gonna be hearing for this uh, for a while. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. At least there's that. I don't. I don't think it's gonna end right away. So that's that's the unfortunate part. But that's that's where we're in right now. And um, obviously, we're we standing with we, we me and Edward stand with Ukraine. Um, like I said, hopefully this this all ends sooner. Um, but it's it's gonna be a while, and hopefully, no other countries try to get involved. Um, I think it's ironic, and this is going to be my the last thing I say. Uh, 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 not necessarily about the war, it's just, but you know, obviously with the U.S., people are always like, "Oh, we shouldn't get involved with other countries' issues." You know, obviously talking about you know Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, but then when other things happen, like we need to get involved, it's like it's one of the most ironic things about the world we live in. It's like you don't want us to do something, but then you want us to do something else. It's like either we don't get involved. Which honestly, ironically enough, the first world—what was it? What was it? World War One, World War One or World War Two? I forgot which one. But the U.S. didn't want to get involved, and then actually, I think it was World War Two. Now that now I had to remember that uh, robot chicken episode, <laughs> but uh, everyone knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, U.S. didn't even want to be involved, and then obviously somebody decided to piss us off, and then we're like, all right, fuck it, let's end this. So. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> Back to back, you know, back to back champs. By the way, but <laughs> there's my there's my joke. There's the joke. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there, yeah, it, it's gonna. Hopefully, it doesn't get to that. It, I hopefully it doesn't escalate to that because we're talking about way different levels of of extremity there. Because you know, especially like Edward said, nuclear is the phrase that you know is definitely a lot different from last time. So. Oh yeah. So everybody's packing. So like, yeah. So uh, that's definitely where we don't want to be at. So, so hopefully it gets better. But uh, it's gonna get a lot worse before it gets better. That's all I gotta say for that. Um, hopefully I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong on this. But I mean, if you if you if everybody has ever read a history book, it it doesn't usually, you know, end soon. So there is that. All right. So we're going into our debate topic, Edward. All right. This debate topic is brought to you by our clothing store, the Insert Name Clothing Store. Brought to you by our good friends at Bonfire. Yes, we know all we have is the Insert Name FC logo shirts, but like I said, me and Edward are not the best at graphic design. Um, so, so there's that. So <laughs> that, that end of discussion. But if you guys want to help us out, you know, buy some shirts so we can maybe hire a graphic designer. So there you go. 
Think about yeah. it. Think about that. <laughs> but yeah, go. You you guys can check it. It's all. It's it's in our link in the bios of our Instagram and Twitter at Instagram FC. Um, so go ahead and, and get yourself some Instagram FC swag, um, uh, and and help us out. Do us a favor and help us out big time. But all right, Edward. So the debate topic is um the Carabao Cup. You know, obviously, some people think it's not it's not very important to to win. Are you one of those people? Uh, I, you haven't let me say my thought on it, Dick. <laughs> um, you know, some people don't value it. Some people do value it. Um, obviously, if you're in the final, you want to fucking win it. Uh, but but yeah, like some people are like, oh, who fucking cares? And some people say, yeah, I do fucking care. Uh, but whatever, where do you where do you rank the Carabao Cup? Now, I, I you asked you first. I asked you first. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. All right. So when we're talking about the Premier League, we're going to talk only Premier League. I don't, I don't. They're the only ones that have like this many fucking, tur- fucking cups that they have. All right. So in the Premier League, you have the Premier League, tr- the Premier League trophy. Everybody knows that one. The FA Cup. Right. And. The Carabao Cup. Now, if you play in, I believe, League One and League Two, I don't know. I don't believe the championship is in it, but they have the Checker Trade Trophy, unless they change that name of the trophy. I've, I haven't been playing FIFA that long. I haven't been playing FIFA recently, so I can't really tell you. <laughs> I haven't done a Road to Glory in a while, in a long time in FIFA. But, anyways, so, you know, initially, if you're just like a regular club in the Premier League, there's Three trophies that you could possibly win. Not saying you're going to win them all, but there's three trophies that you could possibly win if you're just any club in the Premier League. Now, obviously, granted, if you're a team that's in the Europa League, obviously you can win the Europa League. If you are in the Champions League, you can win the Champions League. If you're in the FIFA Club World Cup, obviously you can win the FIFA Club World Cup. Um, so there's opportunities to win more trophies. So. If I'm going to speak as a club that's just a regular Premier League club, I guess for this case, Arsenal, since they're not in anything. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, there's the URF Conference League. I forget how, how did I not forget about that? <laughs> but <laughs> when you look at the trophies, obviously, Premier League, top priority. I think everybody can agree the goal is to win the Premier League. At least you, it should be to win the Premier League. Even yeah, if yeah. you're, even if you're Norwich City, Edward, um, that's the goal is to win that at, at the beginning of the season. Everyone feels they have a shot. And then the season goes and then maybe some people are like, maybe we need to be more realistic with our expectations. Um, but then you have the two cups, the Carabao Cup, which is usually the first tournament you end up focusing on playing. And then obviously, you know, later, later in the season, then you start getting ready for FA Cups. But most clubs usually treat the early parts of the Carabao and the and the FA Cup fairly similar, which is obviously because you're not you're not playing against Premier League teams. You're probably starting out playing against some like you know Championship teams, some League One teams, a League Two team that just found their way in there. Um, so there is a posi- there is that possibility because it's an open tournament. Anybody can win the tournament. You don't you don't b- believe me? You can. Dang, who was that team that that won? The one that, excuse me. Who was that team? The one that picked up from like the championship. Um. Anyways, a team, a, a team won the championship. 
team won from the championship. I forgot who they who it was. I know I know Minor Figueroa played there. But um but yeah, so there it is a possibility. Does it happen? Very rarely, but it happens. So initially when you play in those tournaments, FA Cup and Carabao Cup, you may not tend to play with your starters. You may put in a few right. academy players, maybe some guys that don't barely that barely play that much. You know, get their legs fresh because you know, still got the Premier League. So you got that. But then obviously as the tournament goes on, you keep going and going. Maybe you finish in the semifinal. You're like, all right, well, we, we're, well, we want to win this now because we're in, you know, we're, we're, we made it this far. Right. Um, and then, you know, you get to the Carabao Cup final. You obviously want to win the, the final because it's a trophy. I mean, who doesn't want to win a trophy? Yeah. But if I were to have rank, the Cubs is Premier League, FA Cup, and then the Carabao Cup as a regular club. It's not going to sound any better for the for Carabao Cup if you're the Europa League team and the Champions League team because obviously that, you know, I, I would definitely rate, I would say Europa League definitely, I would put Europa League below the FA Cup it's a, that sounds so mean, but it, uh, that's, that's how I feel. Damn, really? Yeah. And then Champions League above everything else because everybody wants to win the fucking Champions League. Honestly, like, what? no disrespect to FIFA Club World Cup, but it's cool to win the FIFA Club World Cup, but I don't think it's necessarily difficult to win the FIFA Club World Cup, especially when you're an overpowered, overly salary fucking club, power club in Europe and you're just going up against, like, teams that Maybe don't even have an eighth of your fucking of your of your money, so I don't think that's necessarily fair. Yeah, I mean, okay, okay. But I was gonna say, I was like, okay. So I'm assuming then this this is where you get you keep the cut the cut about. But, but at the end of it all, I have the Carabao Cup at the bottom. That's what I was about to say. So me. I'm 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 right there with you. It's just I want to say for teams of like the championship, you know, and if they win it, then to the, to to be honest, to them, I think that's a big deal. Like but, that's a but huge let's remember what deal. I said. If I'm a Premier League team, now, yeah, granted, if you're if you're a championship team, like if. What's the, what's the championship team right now? Fulham. Fulham's in the championship. How, how can I forget your Fulham's in the Maybe championship? Derby County? Derby County, maybe? Let's go with Fulham. <laughs> Fulham's a safer bet. Because uh, I really don't know where Derby County is. I think Derby County's in League One, actually. Oh, then even better, don't you think? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're in League One, you definitely want to try to win the, the Carabao Cup. But uh, realistically, probably not. It's not going to happen. But... Um, wow. But yeah, you'll you'll prioritize the Carabao Cup because obviously you beat some Premier League teams to get to the final. Right. Um, but obviously that's different. It's like the lower the league you are, obviously the higher you prioritize the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup. Whereas yeah. the team in the Premier League, I mean, all right, like it's like I said, it it kind of I still put the Carabao Cup the, at at the bottom. And there's no nothing against the Carabao Cup. It's just. The FA Cup has the, the prestige of the FA Cup. It's the right. English Federation's uh, for Federation Association's, you know, cup. 
Uh, and then obviously the Premier League, it's the Premier League. You want to win the Premier League. And then if you're yeah. in the Europa League, well, you want to win the Europa League if you're in it. And then if you're in it's the like Champions a, League. It's like a, yeah, it's like a. And the Champions League, the get... Champions League trumps everything. Like, you just want to win the Champions League. But, like, yeah, like, at the end of the day, like, if I'm just a regular Premier League team, I, if I'm at the Carabao Cup final, cool, let me win this thing. But if I'm not, I mean, it, it wasn't like my top priority was to, like, it's not like, it's not like I went to the, I went to the locker room, like, hey guys, our goal this season is to win the Carabao Cup. Like, you know, that, that's not, you know, every, when you go into the locker room, it's like, hey guys, we want to win the Premier League. Why are you guys laughing? You know, so like, so like, that's just, that's just the way it is. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't want to fucking shit on the Carabao Cup because I think, you know, it has some value. You, it's a trophy that you get some prize money out of it. I believe it gets you in, in, in your, at least an Europa League spot. I can't tell you. I can't really, and I probably need to look, I should have looked into that, but yeah. I, I mean, does it have value? Yes. It, there's value in winning the Carabao Cup. It's a cup. But when I, when I start the season and I look at the list of priorities, the Carabao Cup is definitely not my top three. Unless I'm Arsenal, then that's literally my top three because I only got three things. But, But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's mean to say the Carabao Cup isn't the highest priority in any club. I mean, and you're not, and you're not, and you're not lying. You're not lying. It's not the highest priority, but it, it, I think some clubs do hold it up there. Um, well, once again, if you're I, in it, you want to win it. Yeah, exactly. And 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 I mean, it's kind of like okay, let's put it this way: if you're in it, but you get knocked out in the group stages, you're like, okay, oh well. Like, damn, I got knocked out. You know, damn. It's not like you're going to be like, oh, man, like, damn it. Now I, I feel like the worst ever. Damn it. I'm like the worst team ever. I'm the worst player ever. I'm the worst coach ever. You don't feel that way. Well, but, it depends who you like, lose to. Depends who you get eliminated no, by. No, no. And then, and then, no, not even then, dude. Because honestly, like you said, sometimes at the so, Carabao so Cup. Manchester United were to have lost to Swindon Town. I mean, at that point, it's just like, man, dude, like something must be must be done about the about the team lineup. I'm just I'm look. What I'm just saying is, even you said it yourself. Sometimes they send like the secondary teams, the young bucks, like the people that they're trying to get playing time. They'll send it to these kind of cups. Um, but it's not like you're gonna end up chewing yourself out for the rest of the year or chewing the players out, or the players are going to be feeling it for the rest of the year if it was like the Champions League or the EPL. This, this one is not like, like, like that. But like you said, if they're in it, they want to win it. They're in the final. They're like, you know what? Screw it. Let's go all out. We're in the final. We're, we're literally this close to win it. And they do. Like, I mean, yeah. No, I definitely agree with you on that. I mean, like, it, that's just where I'm at. But, but yeah. no, no, but I, that's the thing. I do agree with you. It's not the one of the high tier cups, and it may be actually be all the way at the bottom. I agree with you. I agree at putting it all the way at the low, at the at the bottom. Like, I guess the fourth cup in the EPL. What's the what's the wait the fourth cup the fourth cup of the EPL? What's the what's the fourth cup? Okay, so Premier League. Um, no, Champions League, Premier League, FA. Well, I mean, okay, if you're a Champions and League if team. Anything, if anything, 
if anything, uh, the, the Europa, the Europa Cup, uh, the Europa League, and then after that would be the. Okay, so the, uh, let, let's just say you're not in the Europa League, you're not in the Champions League, you're Arsenal. You're obviously you're not you know you're not an Arsenal fan, but let's just say you're you're Wolves. All right, there you go. Your Wolf happens, so that way you don't feel disrespected being an Arsenal. Um, your Wolves. You don't have, wait. Did, were they in the Europa League this season? Your Leeds United. Okay, so there you okay, go. Okay, there you go. Your Leeds United. You, you, all you have is the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup, and the Premier League. So. That's three cups. That's three possible cups that you might be able to win. Obviously, you're in 16th place. So that's not that's not fucking happening. The Carabao Cup had just passed, so you definitely didn't win that. Um, FA Cup, I don't know where you are, but but yeah. So I mean, like, but what? But you kind of saying that, like, yeah, it's it's obviously it, it's the third the third cup in out of the three cups that you could probably win in England, at least. Now, obviously, if you're in the Europa League and the Champions League, that's a whole different story. It, it goes even further down the list, but um. But yeah, I is it cool? To, it, obviously, like I said, if you're in it, you want to win it. But if if you're not in it, like it, it's like all right, cool. <laughs> so, so that was my 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 reasoning. But and Edward kind of is at the same boat. It's just we have different perspectives on it. Yeah. But is it a fun cup? Yes, it's a fun cup. Don't 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 think that I'm saying it's not. Um, especially if you guys once we get to game pre, uh, game recaps. But yeah, so. There you go. There's our thoughts. It is now posted on social media, so you guys can go ahead and share us your thoughts on where you rank the Carabao Cup. Um, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with our preview of the Europa League knockout round. Hey, it's Hector. Yo, this is Edward. And we, we are Intername FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on UnhingedSN.com on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We will see, see you there. And we're back. All right. The Europa League knockout round preview. If you guys were wondering why it took us so long to do our preview of the Europa League knockout round, it's because, well, there was still the playoff going on in um, in the Europa League. So, so you know, because obviously the teams that got eliminated from the Champions League that finished in third place, had to play against teams that finished in second in their group stage, in the group. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah, so they had to play a playoff in order to decide who's going into the next round of the Europa League. So it's a little different, very different, but here we are. All right, so this is the recap of the playoff rounds of the to get into the next round of the Europa League. So we'll start things off. Sevilla beat Dinamo Zagreb three to two. RB Leipzig beat Real Sociedad five to three. Barcelona have found themselves and beat Napoli five to three. Barcelona's back. I'm just gonna point that out. Um, no. Rangers beat Borussia Dortmund six to four. Uh, Atalanta beat Olympiacos five to one. Porto beat Lazio four to three. Real Betis beat Zenit three to two. Probably wouldn't have mattered because then it would have probably got canceled anyways. Um, Braga beat Sheriff two to two in penalties. So what a run for Sheriff! I was really pulling for you guys, but uh, it's it. This is the end for you guys. But what a run had it was for Sheriff! What a run! Hey, at least you were able yeah. to say you, you played longer than than Inter Milan. So there you go. <laughs> 
All right. So, Edward, right, what are your thoughts of the of the playoff games? Well, I mean, honestly, it, it was kind of like uh, I saw these happen. Like it was something that you would see, um, that you would expect. There you go. That's what I'm trying to say. You thought Rangers were going to be Borussia Dortmund? Oh no! I thought you were talking about like Barcelona. City, no, I mean uh, like overall the game like, in general. <laughs> oh, overall, no. Yeah, that one did take me by surprise. That one, I was just like, no way. I mean, um, with Holland being out of commission, it just goes to show you how much Borussia Dortmund relies on this. That's basically what it was right there. Because he's uh, his playing style is basically like just intense power and speed. So, you know, him being injured and stuff, it doesn't, really doesn't help at all, no matter where, what you're playing, whether it's in the Bundesliga, in the Champions League, in the Europa League, anywhere. Like, it just, it's it, having that guy out, it, it does show uh, that it, he, he really is a, the major key piece that they need to be basically scoring goals. Yeah, definitely. So, all right, now we are on to the to the knockout to the knockout round, the round of sixteen for the Europa League. So there's going to be two games that will be played March 9th, and then the rest are going to be played in March 10th. All the second legs will be played on March 17th. All right, so the two March 9th games are going to be Porto versus Lyon and Real Betis versus Eintracht Frankfurt. So those are the two games. Edward, what do you got to say about Porto versus Leon? Um, that's actually going to be a good one. That, that's, uh, yeah, that's a hell of a game. Fairly I, even think. Ma- I, think, it's, honestly, I can't even choose, bro. I can't even I think, choose. Honestly, this game and the Ralph Betsy's and Antrek Frankfurt game, I think it's going to be two really interesting games. Uh, Ralph Betsy is obviously having the season that they're having this year. Um, yeah, I mean, what? They're in third, they're in third place. So, Looking really good, taking on Antrang Frankfurt. I think will be a big a big test for Rob Betis to see what kind of team they really are. I mean, they I mean they they beat uh they beat Zenit. <laughs> so um which I mean if you're Antrang Frankfurt, you kinda wish that you you had them so you could automatically advance. <laughs> yeah. But uh you know, because Zenit would have been canceled since they're from Russia. Um but anyways. So th- that is the games for March 9th. I think two really good. Honestly, all these games are actually really good. Um, but we'll get going with the March 10th games. Um, Sevilla versus West Ham United. That's going to be a good one. Barcelona versus Galatasaray. Hmm. Rangers versus Cervena Zev- Zevda. Braga versus Monaco. And Atalanta versus Bayer Leverkusen. Now you're probably wondering, that's hey, that's not that's not 16 teams. Well, I'll get to the last one, and that is RB Leipzig versus Spartak Moscow, which Ma- Spartak Moscow has been suspended from the Europa League because they are from Russia, which means RB Leipzig advances onto the quarterfinals. So, so yeah, so. So there's only going to be seven games being played because uh, Leipzig 
out of the luck of the draw, has advanced to the next round. Um, once again, because of obviously what's going on between Russia and Ukraine. Um, yeah, so I guess RB Leipzig lucked out, I guess. I mean, obviously, they they're, they take that as a win. But, but yeah, so <laughs> we're looking at these matchups. Who, who do you think is going to, what's going to be the best matchup from, from these? Mm, honestly, from March 10th or March 10th, also, or also uh, including March 9th? Also including March 9th. Porto versus Leon, I think. Okay. I'm going to say Atlanta and Bayer Leverkusen. I think that's going to be an interesting matchup. Okay. But yeah, so. But yeah, so, um, you want to, you want to give yourself your, your early favorite to win the Europa League? Mm, can't really say. All right. We'll, 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 we'll not, we'll, we won't jinx teams here. But all right. So that is the Europa League preview. Don't ask for the conference league preview. We're not going to fucking do it. Just don't fucking ask. Just don't. <laughs> I see you, Kelsey. Don't. <laughs> all right. Our games to recap. What is your game to recap? All right. So my game to recap. Is actually I'm gonna go to the EPL and it's the Tottenham versus Leeds United. We've been talking about Leeds United a lot, so um but the reason why I picked this one was because Tottenham came out and won four to zero and they played really freaking good. And if I'm not mistaken, they were the visiting team. So the possession was 50-50. So it was actually a fairly played, uh, fairly possession. Like it was actually like, you know, even possession most of the time. Um, Leeds outshot them 19 to 15, but the, look at the numbers. Three shots on goal and for Leeds, or I'm sorry, um, Leeds, yeah. And then 11 shots on goal for Tottenham. So, I just got to let you know. And I was watching some of the plays that they did. Harry Kane and Son connection, bro. That shit was legit. I was like, wow. That pass that Harry like Kane did to Son. I, I, I'm not entirely sure on it, but I, felt, I think someone was saying something about that they broke a no, record. Hane, Hane, no, Hane, Hane, uh, Harry Kane, um, he was, uh, he's the one that I think he has like the most assists in the English Premier League. And yet he's a, he's a striker, you know? Like, okay. he's the one that has, like, the most assists because, like, literally, and it's always Son. He finds Son. Anywhere. Okay. Like, that dude, that dude, and then Son, Son, the way he dropped the ball, it wasn't even, like, he made it look fancy because he managed to dribble it through his, between his knee and then right onto his foot and just shot it in. I was like, bro, what a pass, what a shot, everything. It was just, it was super nice. No, yeah, I think um I mean Tottenham's coming off of off of a huge win against Manchester City. And yeah. You know, they go up against Leeds United and they're like there's they're still on that high from beating Man City and and you know, obviously they kept their form and they got a, they got a manager fired. So Yeah, no, no, but I mean no, the the new manager Conte like the dude, I, I I don't know what it was. I guess he he just sat down and he let the players do everything because 
honestly, like he has the team. He has the Harry Kane. He has Son. He has players of, of a high caliber. He can, he can play with. So I mean, if he knows how to use them, and if he's if he just keeps doing what he's doing, I mean, Tottenham might be a force to be reckoned with uh, later on. Yeah, we'll definitely see about that. But yeah, you know, big win for them. Um, mm-hmm. What about what about you? What's your uh, game to recap? My game to recap is the Carabao Cup final. Liverpool beat Chelsea nil-nil in one of the most bizarre penalty shootout I have ever seen in my life. Fun fact, I was actually shopping at Macy's while watching this game. Um, <laughs> my, my mom's going to LA to go see my, cu- my, my brother. I don't know why I said cousins. My brother's, my brother, my brother and my sister uh, over there because she wants to meet uh, uh, her 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 new grandson who actually has been almost uh, about to be a year. Is it a year? It's almost a year. It's just like yeah, actually, it's about to be. It's, it's going to be a year soon for him. But yeah, so uh, my mom's going to finally go. You know, meet meet her new grandson uh, soon. It's coming. I know. I know for spring break for sure because I know my sister's going to. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so you know, she wanted to get some shopping done, get some stuff for the for for all her her niece, her grandchildren. For over there in LA, so so you know we went to go do that, and so while I was just walking around aimlessly, you know, following my mom because that's the fun part of going to shopping with your parents. Um, I was watching the game and very intense game, man. Like I mean, you know, this is clearly two of the top teams in in England, in Chelsea and Liverpool, two different types of styles. Obviously, Chelsea more of the defensive side of of, of the field. And Liverpool, you know, obviously, I don't know how many times you got to say fucking, you know, Mohamed Salah and, and fucking Sadio Mane, but Mohamed Salah and Sadio Mane. Uh, so, so, yeah, it's a fucking loaded, t- you know, a, a strong attacking team versus a very good defensive team. And not saying that their attacks, are, you know, Chelsea's attack isn't, isn't good either, but you obviously you think of that structured defense that they have over there. And I mean, Liverpool has a pretty good uh, defense as well. But when you think of Liverpool, you think of Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah. And when you think of Chelsea, you think of Conte. Um, so pretty straightforward. But anyways, Liverpool had 55% of the possession. Once again, this was a very, very even match. Very well throughout this game. Um, Liverpool outshot 20 to 11. Once again, I've kind of explained that, that, that firepower that they have. Um, <laughs> And also Liverpool actually outshot them on target as well, six to four. Uh, like I said, this game was very back and forth. There was a lot of frustrating goals that were called offside by VAR. There was this Lukaku goal that I thought was bullshit. He should have got the goal, <laughs> but you know, drama. I guess you could say. <laughs> like like Andy says, he wants the drama. At the end, <laughs> obviously he said he doesn't want the drama, but he wants the drama. Which is what you got in this game because there were so many goals that were called back or so many great stops by Mendy and props to, uh, I think his name is Kellerman. Because um, it wasn't Allison that was that goalkeeper for this game for, for Liverpool. It was actually a young, uh, a young player. And I mean, props to him, man. He did such a good job as a goalkeeper. Solid performance. For, it, going up against Chelsea it, to do so well. Pops to him, but Mandy, oh my god, dude, he, 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 he definitely kept Chelsea in the clean sheet for sure in this game. But 
what a performance by these two goalkeepers, man. I think they did an amazing job. Went to extra time. And, and, and this is, this is where everybody's going to start saying some shit because near the end of the game, Tuchel decides to sub in Mendy, sub out Mendy for Kepa. Now, people are wondering, <laughs> why the fuck would you do that? Well, Kepa is said to believe, it well, is believed that Kepa is the better penalty goalkeeper when it comes to penalties. So, that was the strategy. They did it at the Club World Cup. They've done it. Uh, they've done it in other tournaments, and it's worked out very well for Chelsea. So that's what they thought was going to happen. And um, well, well, we'll get to that. So let's just be. Let's just say this: everybody, and I mean everybody, scored a penalty kick except one person, and uh, it was Kepa. No, <laughs> Kepa missed his penalty kick, meaning Liverpool won the Carabao Cup in penalties eleven to ten. Mm. And this is where I'm going to say that everybody is now going to question the decision of putting in Kepa for Mendy. Granted. None of the goalkeepers did good in the penalty shootout because clearly 11 to 10. <laughs> and if you guys want to know about Kepa's shot, it wasn't because Kellerman stopped it. He, 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 he fucking Sergio Ramos did. Um, before <laughs> Sergio Ramos was the penalty kicking specialist that he is now. <laughs> yeah, he straight up shot it. He fucking missed Damn. it. He fucking, it was not even fucking close. It was fucking bad. Like I was like, I was, I was like, man, I'm not even a Chelsea, I'm not even a Chelsea fan, and I'm pissed. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was, um, it was quite the sight. Um, you know, obviously Liverpool fans were excited, they were happy. Um, congratulations, Kelsey. Um, your your team won the Carabao Cup. But uh, but but Edward, I, I I gotta ask you this question: Do you feel? Would you, okay, not maybe do you feel? Would you have taken Ke- uh, Kepa? Would you have brought Kepa in for Mendy in this game? Mm. Okay, better question. Would you have even thought about subbing out a goalkeeper? No. Yeah, because I, no, I was. Let, I was. Let, let me let me let me tell you this one thing though. Do you remember this was in the World Cup? I want to say the last World Cup, or even the one before that. For Netherlands, when when uh, when Van Gaal was in charge of Netherlands, do you remember that when it was the end of the game? At the end of the game, Van Gaal subbed his goalie, and then they went into penalties, and his goalie um, was the man of the match, huh? Because he saved the goal, the goals. That was the only time ever that I would say, damn, that was a smart idea to change the goalie. That was the only time ever. Because he actually got them to the next stage. I want to say it was when Spain won the World Cup. I want to say. Okay, so 2010. I think so. I mean, it had to be 2010. That's when Spain won the World Cup. But, um, no, I'm t- I'm saying like I think that's when it that's when it was because 
Unfortunately, it wasn't I didn't get to see that World Cup final because I was in boot camp. But um, <laughs> so how did you get to see Van Gaal's genius? You know, that's the funny thing with me is like, and, and maybe it's like maybe it was maybe South Africa, maybe they were 2014, maybe it's 2014. South Africa was 2010. 2014 oh, well, was, Brazil, then, was in Brazil. Ah, uh, then it was in Brazil. Yeah, because 2014 was uh, Germany beat Argentina. Yeah, 20, and then 2018 France beat Croatia. Yeah. So, yeah, then yeah, you're you're right. So I guess it was 2010 then. Yep. Anyways, so, <laughs> um, and and this is like always in sports. Like I mean, like when a when a football coach decides to go go for two instead of taking the tie. Um, you know, and, and if he if, if he wins it, they're like, "Oh, this guy's a fucking genius." If if they don't fucking get it, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. Why wouldn't he go kick a field goal? Or in basketball, like, you know, oh, you know, oh, he shot this three pointer, you know, to win the game. You know, he's he's a fucking genius. And this is mainly on a player. I don't think a coach ever is like, "Hey, shoot three. Um, but or maybe they do. I don't fucking know. Um, and that or like, it's like, oh, they missed it. They should have gone for two. You know what I mean? So like, it's always like when you make those those risky decisions. Like, if it works out, you're a fucking genius. If it doesn't work out, you're a fucking moron. It's it's always like it's always been that 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 way. Obviously, Tuchel has used this strategy before, and it's worked for him. This just so happened to be the time that it didn't work. Um, would I, and I, and the reason why I say I would have never took out Mendy one because it's fucking Mendy, but two. That's just respect to Mendy, but two, we're talking about fucking Liverpool. Like, uh, I, I think, I think the other time was the club, the, 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 the Super Cup, the UEFA Super Cup. Um, they did it. I, didn't, I didn't even realize that game went to penalties. Was that, was that against? Oh, that was against Villarreal. I guess that went to penalties. I don't, I don't fucking know. But um, damn, did it go to penalties? Anyways. That's not, that's not, that's not what's important, but apparently it's worked for them. This was the one time it didn't work for them. And, uh, and it wasn't even because Mendy. Okay. So that's the, the irony of all this is because Mendy is this like, this Kepa's is like penalty stopping guru, you know, in PKs. He gave up every single penalty shot, every single one of them. And one of them was to a goalkeeper. And, and so, like, mm. it's definitely not a good look for him. Um, and then, I mean, is it his fault that he missed that shot? I mean, I don't know what goalkeepers practice. Like, I can't tell you if if goalkeepers at the training ground just focus on, you know, goalkeeping, which is, that's their job. Or do they yeah. dedicate some time to them actually, like, shooting the ball? Which, I mean, it sounds stupid to say, like, oh, you know, like, everyone's grown up to play, like, different positions and all that. But like, let's face it. If you're a professional goalkeeper, are you actually going and playing? You know the the five on five drills. The you know no, you're you're on the other side of the field with the goalkeeping coach, working on goalkeeping. You know, so, so like, I mean, granted, it's his fault because he didn't make his penalty. Like, obviously, if he made his, yeah, you know, that's the one thing I was kind of curious. I was kind of hoping it would have kept going because I don't know what happens after eleven players. Like, do you just yeah. start over again or do you go to your benches? Do the coaches start kicking penalties? So that was the only thing I was curious about. Like, 
it, it, you know, like that was that was the only thing I I really was curious. Like, what happens if if like do you just start all all over? <laughs> you just go back to the first penalty kicker. But um, well, we didn't get to find out because obviously Kepa, you know, ends up missing it. Yeah, he thought he was going for a field goal in football, not American football, not in soccer. <clears throat> so, nope. yeah, I think honestly, I think it's a bonehead decision. You're you're going up against Liverpool, man. Like, it, like that's you. It's Liverpool. It's not. It's no offense to Villarreal. No offense to whoever they play in the Club World Cup. Um, it's fucking Liverpool. So, I I think men. I, I feel like men, I don't know if many would have made that penalty kick. But then again, I don't know if Mendy would have got would have gone there to that point either. So it, it's one of those things, and it's like, and at the same at the other side, you look at Kellerman. I mean, like he's an inexperienced goal. And I'm not saying he doesn't have any experience because he's clearly a professional goalkeeper. But you know, in those type type of situations in a cup final, he doesn't have many of it. And, and obviously, he gave up just as many goals. But if and so. It's a it's a weird thing. Like it's is I really don't know what to tell you at this moment. But right now, people are going to criticize Tuchel for not having Mendy out there and keeping and putting Kepa out there. Like that's just really yep. what it is. Like that's that's the moral of the story. Is you know don't sub, don't sub out your goalie uh, for even though I like and I can't tell you if Kepa's a good goalkeeper or not because I really don't know. I really don't know because you, I don't see him play that much. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, it sucks that this is how it ended. And it was because of, you know, everybody questioning whether or not Tuchel should have, uh, taken out Mendy for, for Kepa. And, and that's what we're going to talk about. We're not going to talk about, well, honestly, the fact that it was 11 to 10 in penalties is just still baffling to me. Like not one shot was missed. Great, great for all the team, but damn goalkeeping. Damn. <laughs> Definitely not the best performance for a goalkeeper in penalties. Because, I mean, damn, they're like fucking 11 to 10, dude. Jesus Christ. And it wasn't <laughs> even like, it, no one stopped anything. It was literally because someone just missed. So, I mean, Kepa's definitely going to be haunted by this for a while. And I, I maybe, yeah. maybe Tuka keeps. You know, keeps going with uh, with Kepa at the end. I mean, maybe he'll keep doing it, but uh, he's definitely going to be criticized till next time. Think so. I think so. Yeah. So crazy, crazy final, but yeah, it happened. That's all I gotta say. It happened. But congratulations to Liverpool for being the winners of the Carabao Cup, and congratulations to Kelsey. Oh, and uh, and um and um and uh, and um, what's his name? Stewart, Stewart from uh, After Extra Time podcast. Obviously, he's a he's a Liverpool fan as well. So, congratulations <laughs> to you guys. All right. Oh, and congratulations, to Eric. Fuck you, Eric. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyways, now players of the week. Edward, who's your player of the week? All right. So my player of the week is actually still in the EPL, but it's in Man City. Feel fun. Who scored the winning goal in Manchester's 1-0 win against Everton. I watched a bit of the game and they were actually going almost shot for shot. They were just, it was, it was, it was pretty crazy. It was, um, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it was, it was like Man City kept hitting the pole and, you know, it just, um, 
Yeah, it was it was it was a good it was a good game. Let me just put it that way. It was a good game uh, all around. Whether it was like just because it's Man City. Okay. Okay. Well, congratulations, Phil Potter. Yep. What about you? Who's your player of the week? My player of the week is Jeremy Pino, who scores four goals in Villarreal's five-one win against Espanyol. Oh, okay. So yeah, man scored four goals. Gotta give him props for that one, man. Jeremy Pino. It's funny because I was talking about Villarreal not that long ago. But anyways, here we are. So congratulations to Phil Foden and Jeremy Pino for being our players of the week. All right, guys, we do have some games coming up this weekend that I think you should definitely keep an eye out for because, well, you know, we're, we're the soccer guys, so maybe, maybe we can help you direct you in the right direction with some games. I think we've, we've lucked out. We've given you guys some pretty good games to watch also, so I yeah, think right. we're, we're, we're not too bad. All right, so going into the MLS, we have Sporting KC taking on the Houston Dynamo. Houston Dynamo coming up uh, of, a, of a surprisingly good draw. I'm not really mad at that draw. I mean, I have no expectations for the Dynamo, so I mean, it's impressive they got a point. Um, against Sporting KC, who got fucking beat by, by Atlanta United, which I mean, it's Atlanta United, so. But it's yeah. going to be the Dynamo's first road test of the season, so we'll see what, what this, what this uh, new Dynamo is going to look like. Hopefully they can feed Sebastian Ferreira because, uh, that's the thing that they were not able to do for him last game because I feel like he could have definitely scored a goal that game. But there's that. And then the game that you guys probably do want to watch. I don't think you guys are going to want to watch that game. But the game you guys should probably watch is LAFC taking on the Portland Timbers. <laughs> two of them, two coming off of big wins. Carl, Carlos Vela with a hat trick also from his you know first game of the season. And the Portland Timbers having a great battle against the England Revolution. So definitely, I think, a game worth watching. In the MLS, in Liga MX and Liga MX, we have Monterrey taking on America, and Pachuca versus Tigres. Pachuca, Edward did say could probably looks like a team that should that should be making a push for the playoffs this season, and they're looking like it. So yeah, so there you go. Um, in League One, we have Nice versus PSG and Marcial versus Monaco. In the Serie A, we have Roma versus Atalanta and Napoli versus AC Milan. In the Bundesliga, we have Bayern Munich versus Bayer Leverkusen and RB Leipzig versus Freiburg. In La Liga, we have Real Madrid versus Real Sociedad and Real Betis versus Atletico Madrid. A lot of rows in this in this one. Yeah, pretty much. Like, damn, three rows. One yeah. Atletico. <laughs> yep. And then in the English Premier League, we got a singing bet. Oh, son of a bitch! Back on the line between Edward and Spencer, Manchester City versus Manchester United, <sighs> the Manchester Derby. Um. So uh, good luck there, <laughs> to, to whoever. Uh. Maybe it's, Maybe you luck out and get a draw, Edward. Is that where <sighs> Not only you, but Spencer also owes some singing bets too. So, no, I, uh, but I owe more. You owe like, definitely a lot of more. So, yeah. find some time to knock that out. Yeah. And Tottenham versus Everton. Tottenham is in hot form. Can they continue 
against, well, I mean, Everton's not necessarily like a challenge or anything, but they did stand pretty good against, against Man City. So, I mean, you know, I'm sure they feel pretty confident as well. So, those are the games that are coming up this weekend we think you should watch. Uh, we'll go ahead and take one more break, and then we'll wrap it up with three up, three down, things you grow out of. Hector, are you listening to music? No, I am not listening to music. I'm listening to my audiobook on Audible. What's Audible? Audible allows you to listen to a large library of audiobooks at your convenience. What if I'm not sure about Audible? Well, you can start a 30-day free trial when you use the link audibletrial.com slash podcast. Not only do you get the experience of Audible, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC. I'm going to start my free trial right now. And we are back. All right. Three up, three down. Things you grow out of. We'll start things, with, as always, with Spencer. And then, Edward, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, I can go. All right. So we're going to start with three down. And at number three, that damn mohawk phase. Mm, yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good one, Spencer. Mm-hmm. I think we can all, I, honestly, I think we all had mohawks. I had the faux hog. Yeah, the faux hog. I had a mohawk. Yeah. I had, like, actually a mohawk. Fuck, Edward's mom was like, like I had the, the demon hair style. No, it wasn't the demon. She said you were a lizard. Oh. It was like the el, el, el grencha del garrobo. Okay. Yeah. But she wasn't very fond of me when I got the mohawk. Yeah. It's all good. Yep, so I did have a mohawk. So Edward had a mohawk, and I guess... <laughs> I want to see a picture of Spencer with a mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny as hell. <laughs> Man, I want to see you better send it. Hey, you better send that shit to us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so that's number three. Number two, getting that weird double edge up. I'm guessing he means like that, um, a too long? that taper fade. The taper fade. No, like, um, so I do it every now and again where double I start with up. a zero, with the one. And a two. Um, I'm, I'm guessing it's like that's what he means, like the double edge up, where you get like two or three numbers on the side. You know, instead of instead of like it being like a fade, like a like a like you get like a one, and then a two, and then a three, and then on the top it's like a four. Trigger oh, on the top. I, I, I think that's what he means. Oh, what is he talking about? Uh, let let me let me let me send it to you. Because I'm trying to figure it out. But I'm, I'm thinking about that fade. That's what I was thinking of. Because, uh, sheesh. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that too, by the way. I do remember that style. Oh, yeah. That yeah. That was, yeah, that was never a good look. That was never, yeah, no. That was never a good that look. Was, so. that, was, that was just, oh, man. Man, Spencer, you went through some hairstyles, man. It looks like it. <laughs> and number one, super baggy clothes. Oh, I think yeah. we all can say we've been there. I actually used to own a pair of baggy ass FUBU shorts. Yeah, like back in the day, it was all about like baggy shirts, the long t Junko, Junko, FUBUs. Yeah. The t shirts with the writing on it. Yeah. Now, now everybody wants to wear something fitted. Which honestly is probably like the right, honestly, the right way. 
the right the right way to approach it. Like you want to wear something that actually fits you, not um, baggy. I'll as still that. wear like I'll still wear baggy clothes. Like I'll still wear a large every now and again. Okay, but yeah. So that is Spencer's three down. Edward, what's your three down? All right. So my three down. Number three, growing out of eating. Three down. Uh, growing out of is growing out of it eating mac and cheese. You grew out of eating mac and cheese. Like you don't like mac and cheese? No, 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 no. Let me ask you this. Let me let me tell you this. Eating mac and cheese every day. Because remember, I would eat mac and cheese every day after I got out of school. Oh, okay. I had to get. I had the ready ones. I okay, got. I, I got it. rid of. I got rid of my everyday fake mac and cheese ones, and then I would do maybe once a week or so mac and cheese later on i, I guess so. i mean I, I don't yeah. i'm not necessarily like oh i eat it i i don't i've never had mac and cheese every single day so i mean i've had mac and cheese every single day for like i don't know how many months i would always go to the store with my parents and make sure they would buy the right the right ones okay yeah um number two growing out of watching certain cartoons. What certain cartoons? Uh, for example, I'll be honest, like it brings nostalgia, but it just, I don't know, like it just so, to me, I was just like, my God, I can't believe I used to watch this. Um, mind you, I've watched something stupider more than likely, but Johnny Bravo, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I haven't watched Giant Bravo since I was a kid, so I can't really like like it's making H- a. If you watch it, it's it's on HBO Max, I think. Like the Cartoon Network, the Boomerang stuff. It's on HBO Max. Before or after Carl, because Carl was to me. I actually love Carl. Carl was a great character. Carl, Carl, Carl was funny, but that was after like the original Johnny Bravo. That was after Susie, Mama, Johnny Bravo, and all the random chicks. And Carl came up later. Yeah, because Carl became and a favorite Pops, character. And Pops. Carl and yeah, Pops. Yeah, and I Pops. They probably realized that the show wasn't going in a good direction, so they added Carl and Pops. They added it. Carl as the as the voice of reason because Susie wasn't a strong enough voice. Yeah, so I definitely like Carl, but I wouldn't know. I would have to. I would actually have to watch Giant Bravo to, to that. That's just. I mean, I guess, I guess, I can see why it wasn't that good of a show. Are, are you saying just because it was just not, it was just kind of corny or something? Or are you no, talking about just, that Giant Bravo uh, definitely should be canceled? <laughs> not def, not canceled, but it just, I grew out of it. Like watching that and every like, oh man, I want to be that guy. That guy looks cool with the hair and the black shirt and the shave. And no, after that, I was like, yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> Giant Bravo's kind of a douchebag. Yeah, pretty much. Like, he was actually the legitimate douchebag. <laughs> Man, I'm... Pretty- Giant Bravo l- <laughs> listens to Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, pretty- <laughs> no, Elvis, remember? That dude was literally sounding like Elvis, doing posts like Elvis and shit. That's true. Yeah. All right. And then number one, growing out of going out with your parents. Like, when you're a kid, you know, sometimes you, there are certain places that you like going with your parents. And then, uh, 
later on you, you you start growing up you you just don't like going to those places anymore like so to me it's like a it's bad in two ways like one it's like i hated going with my parents to certain places to parties or to to things like that that was like more of their age group but now that i'm grown and they don't really go out as much it kind of sucks that i can't hang out with them in that way like i could have back then even though i really couldn't you know what i mean i get that so that's my number one okay all right your turn uh number three uh at number three, I'm gonna say uh, uh, holidays and birthdays. Okay. Uh, I, I I mean I think it's your perspective changes. I don't necessarily think it's because like oh man I'm, I'm I think I'm too old for this shit. It's not like that, but it's like you know when you're a kid you kind of want to go like to Chuck E. Cheese and you want like you're hoping to get all these presents and shit like that. Uh, but you know especially when it's your birthday, but like. Or like for Christmas, you you know you 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 hope that you really get that one thing that you really want as a kid. Uh, but then like as you you know as you get older, um, shoot, like I was talking I literally this like this past this past Christmas we were I was talking to my sister uh my sister and my brother in law about this and it was like, man, you know what? How about how about next you know next Christmas we'll do a secret Santa so that way we can instead of trying to get every one of us a gift we could just like this one we get one person a gift. We still give the kids gifts, you know, like that, that's an automatic, but like, we'll just, each one of us will get a gift for one, you know, so we don't have to like, have to realize, oh shit, we got to spend something for everybody. You know what I mean? So, um, so, you know, so like your priorities change and then like birthdays, like, you know, you used to want to have this big party, invite all your friends. And like, honestly, I kind of just like, I rather just have dinner with my family or like close, close friends. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's like, you, you, you don't necessarily like, want to make your birthday or, or holidays as much about you anymore. Cause that's how I feel. Like with my birthday, I really don't care about like doing much. Like I'd rather just be around the people I want to be with for, for my birthday. And same thing for like the holidays. Like it's not so much what I get. Like it's what everybody else gets. You know what I mean? Like obviously my need for like Christmas, like, yeah, I think you could, you can kind of a feel to this. Obviously like for your case, it's your boys. Like you rather, your boys get as many presents as possible and you're okay with a oh, pair yeah. of socks. Like, or I'm like, okay with nothing, honestly. <laughs> like, as long as so they So, like, it's not necessarily, like... Um, I'm just like, whatever. Like, fuck it. I'll get the wrapping that they get. That'll be my gift. So, like, <laughs> it's, like necessary, it's not necessarily, like... I, I mean, it's just, like, it's not more not centric towards you. It's more towards, like, you know, it's others. Like, it's, like, it's more about... It's, it's about being with family than anything else. Family and friends than... Then like, oh, it's about me, you know, it's my day, you know. So I mean at number three, so I think for me, number three for my three down is uh is 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 birthdays and holidays. Just perspective wise. It's crazy that's a down, but I think it's also because like yeah, you just grow out of birthdays. Like you really just do. Uh I mean you still celebrate it, but it's not necessarily like I, I know I know for me it's not an extravagance. Like I know people that still like, oh, you know, here's my here's my little I'm going to this club for this. I'm like, oh, god damn, I'm not doing that. But um, which, which segues into my uh, my number two, bars. I mean, no, not bars. Clubs, clubs. I grew out of clubs. Fucking hate clubs. <laughs> I fucking hate them. Like, 
I like dancing, which is the only reason why I would go to a club is to dance. But I fucking hate clubs. I really do. Fucking, it's loud, which I mean makes sense because there's music. But it's loud. You can't talk to, you can barely talk to people. You can barely talk to people. You got to scream in somebody's ear to talk to them. Um, it takes fucking forever to get a drink. And then at the end of it all, like that drink costs like almost fucking 20 bucks. So it's like, it's just too much. It's a lot. It's just, it's just too much for me. So like I, I used to like going to clubs. I used to like, you know, going out and, and, and club hopping. This is different from bars. I still like going to bars because bars aren't loud, but, um, they're not too loud. They're not as loud as going to a club, but I definitely grew out of clubs. Uh, I think I can, I can be fine without going to a club. Um, but obviously that depends who I end up, I guess, settling down with. If they're a club going person, then I'm fucked. But, uh, especially <laughs> if they never listen to this and realize how much I fucking hate clubs. But, <laughs> uh, but, but that's, but that's my number two is going to the club. And, uh, number one, um, uh, number one, I think it's just like, uh, it's gonna, this is going to sound awful, but um, growing out of unrealistic expectations. Okay. Uh, you know, like, I, I think, I, I'm not saying that it's bad. I don't think, you know, like, you know, when you're a kid that, you know, they tell you like, oh, you could be whatever you want to be. Um, and it's like, you know, and then, you know, everybody's like, oh, I want to be an NFL player. Or I want to be an NBA player. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer, which the one, the kids that actually said that they want to be a doctor and a lawyer that are, actually became a doctor and lawyer, you guys are fucking amazing because I had zero. <laughs> I, I think I said I wanted to be a lawyer, not knowing anything what it took to be a lawyer. And then I found out what, what a lawyer needs to do to become a lawyer. And I was like, fuck that. <laughs> so that's literally that, that's what happened. <laughs> that's literally what happened to me. I was like, ah, I don't want to do all that shit. <laughs> right. Uh, I think. And I think probably like I think the most ambitious honest honestly, I can't even think of like even my most ambitious dream, like at least goal once I was like a little bit older, realizing that I wasn't gonna make it to the NFL. Yeah, heartbreaking. <laughs> heartbreaking as that sounded. Um I think I <laughs> I think as a kid I wanted to be a fucking mechanic. <laughs> so uh, that was my aspiration. Huh? We had our dreams. We had our dreams. Remember? Yeah. We're going to open up a shop. Yeah. So I was just, but that's the funny part. That was my, that was the bar was to become a mechanic. <laughs> like all oh, that, those guys look cool. <laughs> it's like, um, so I, you know, I, I ended up like, I guess maybe more realistic towards what I, what I really could achieve, be re- more realistic with what I wanted. So, but you know, obviously like unrealistic expectations is just like, like I said, like really thinking I can go to the NFL when I'm five foot six, uh, five foot six, and definitely not 165. Um, so, <laughs> so that, that that you know that was like that was the dream, huh? That was the dream. Uh, I think it was just because like all my friends wanted to play f- American football. Uh, but maybe if I maybe if I applied myself a little bit better with soccer, maybe, eh, who knows? But eh, uh, nah, I wasn't really that good of a player. Even when I was at my fittest, I don't think I was that good. I wasn't that great. I was decent. I was okay. <laughs> um, at my best, I was okay. But um, I just I just know the game 
I just understand the game a little bit better. I know the game a little bit more than I can actually play. But anyways, yeah. Uh, but anyways, I, I think yeah, that's my number one. It's just unreal, unrealistic expectations. You just, you just, you just grow out of it. You know, you just, you know, for you, you kind of you know, put yourself a little bit more realistically. Not saying that you don't say, okay, I'm too fucking stupid to be a lawyer. I just, it's not. I didn't even say I was too stupid to be a lawyer. I'm just too lazy to be a lawyer. So, because. I saw how long you got to be at school, and I was like, "Fuck that! I got to take a test. Fuck that!" So, literally, that was my. That's what I literally said when I was a child. Maybe not fuck that, but I. I definitely said something along those lines. But yeah, so that's my. That's my number. That's my three down. So we'll go back to Spencer. Uh, his three up is number three: trying to solve other people's problems. Oh my god! Preach! <laughs> Preach! <laughs> It is. That's a good one. Ah, uh, that's a that's a really good one. I agree. That's you, you gotta you, at that point. You just gotta learn to mind your own fucking business. Sounds shitty, but that's true. Yeah. Uh, number two, making frivolous purchases. Oh, we've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah. We, we we don't need a fucking PS Five. You want yep, one? That's why I don't have one yet. You want one, but you don't need it. Yeah, see, like for Edward's situation, like he's a parent now, so like his money, his money priorities, his priorities financially are now towards a different direction. Or else I would have already gotten the PS5. There you go. <laughs> Your kids, like. I'm being, I'm being dead ass with you. I'm being straight up. I'm not lying at love, all. I would love if, like, like this sounds so it sounds fucked up as I say this, but like you know, if when you and me pass away and your kids are like, you know what, I want to hear my dad's voice one last time, and they just put this episode on. Right. <laughs> and when I had a PS Five, wasn't brought fucking kids. <laughs> well, I didn't say that. Whoa, I was just saying I was like, I would. Well, have, if I didn't I have kids, I would have a PS Five. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. true, though. That's, that's, I'm not saying that you're that that's your mentality. But. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> this is funny though, because you did say like, yeah, I would have had a PS5 if I didn't have kids. Not me. I'm, you, you, you got it. I mean, it's true. I don't lie. Well, I mean, because obviously now you have priorities, so it's like, when yeah, you don't exactly. have priorities, you don't really think about that shit, so. You really don't, yeah. Uh, and number one, making excuses for shortcomings because the world doesn't give a flying fuck. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you're in a situation because you're in the situation. You know, you, most of the time you're you're in the situation because you put yourself in that situation. And it's not necessarily like anybody. It's like oh, I got here because of this person. It's like no, it just you're you're you. It's like you know you. It's accountability. It's really what it is. Mm-hmm. You got to grow into that. No one grows. No one. No one's like no one. Oh yeah, guys, that's my fault. Like no one does yeah. that shit. At least not when you're younger. But yeah, so that's Edward, uh, that sponsors yeah. sponsors. That's Spencer's three three up. Edward, what's your three up? All right, so my three up. All right, my number three is what we grow out of. We grow out of watching TV shows. That okay. So when I say this, it's like it's a good thing because uh, when I was little. There was always stuff like, for example, and I'm about to name drop, UPN or WB, Channel 39, 
uh, I would watch shows that quote unquote I wasn't supposed to. There was nothing wrong with the shows. I don't. The thing is now that I'm older, I don't remember them, but I'm pretty sure they were stupid. So, kind of glad I grew out of that. Like, you know, trying to find those shows. Um. So yeah, that's one thing. Growing out of watching random TV shows that made no sense. Uh, that's my number. That's my number three. No, no, no. That one I could still watch. It's just one that I don't even know where it's coming from anymore. Mm, okay. Um, um, so my number two, so my number two thing that I grew out of is, well, it's a positive because I moved on to other stuff. Um, collecting Dragon Ball Z pictures. I know you remember that. Oh man, you had so many. Dra- you fucking were drawing Dragon Ball Z stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, but now I have Dragon Ball Z pops, Dragon Ball Z statues, Dragon Ball Z cards. <laughs> he, he he grew out of the I'll cards make- and grew into three uh, D and the statues. Yeah, the three D. No, no more two D. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, um, that, that's, uh, that's one thing. And then my number one is I grew out, and this is a good, I consider this a positive thing. I grew out of wanting all different kinds of shoes, like sneakers, soccer, soccer cleats, um, indoors, um, boots, all kinds of stuff. And the reason why it's a good thing is because I don't spend that money. I literally have maybe two or three pairs of shoes that I use for work, for going out, for everything. And one pair of turf soccer shoes. And the indoors, if if I use indoors for anywhere or anything, they're my old turf shoes that I need to buy new turf shoes. So yeah, I kept it. I kept it level. Before it was like, I want these, I want these, I want these, I want these, I want these. Basically, I wanted all the shoes that I could get. I wanted forces. I wanted soccer sh- shoes, the total nineties. I wanted the Pumas. I wanted. I wanted everything. I wanted Timberlands. I wanted. I wanted all the boots. I wanted that that crap. Um, specific shoes for specific things, outfits and shit. No, I grew out of that shit. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna get one fucking pair, and that's gonna be. So yeah. All right. That, so that's my number one. <laughs> All right. At, at number three, um, you grow out of some fashion senses. That's true. So that's. <laughs> I I knew there was a there was a there was a phase in my life where I was like super into freaking sleeveless shirts. Not like for working out. I mean, just wearing sleeveless shirts for, for I don't know why. <laughs> I was wearing at one point. I was like, I was like a teen. I was like, a, I was in middle school when that shit was going on. And I look back at it now. I was like, fuck. Why can't I just wear a sleeve? <laughs> so, so there's that. Uh, my number two 
Um, it you, you grow out of people, and, and you know some people may may think that that's a bad thing, but it's honestly a good thing because in all actuality, man, like no no offense to everybody that I've met in high school or or college or you know military. Well, no, not military. Military is a different. That's a whole different relationship over there. But um, people you work with, like you know, you're there's people that you're gonna stay in contact with, and then there's people that are, you're just not. Like, I mean, are you cool with them? Yeah, but you're just. It's not someone that you you know you're gonna see every single day. So I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It just you know, it, it you 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 tend to keep a smaller circle, like. The people that really matter to you, you know what I mean. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. So, I, I, but you do tend to grow out of people. And then number one, um, yeah, you grow you grow out of yourself. I, I think just point blank, you just grow out of yourself. Like you know, the you know the person you were like five years ago isn't the same person you are now. You know, you things change like. Circumstances change, like it just that's how it is. So, like you, you eventually grow, you grow in, you grow into something else uh, than what you were before. So, yeah, I mean, pretty straightforward. But yeah, that is, I think it's a pretty good one. Over. <laughs> it is. But yeah, so that is three up, three down. Things that you grow out of. Um, that is episode seventy eight. Want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast. Network. You can check out their website www.bellyupsports.com. Um, check out all the great articles that they write over there, and all the great park uh, podcasts that are part of it. Also, shout out to the Burns Radio. Follow them on Twitter at Radio Burns. If you're listening to us through Radio Burns, well, deuces because we're almost out of here. And shout out to Alejandro Gomez and her company AG Graphics for the creation of the Instagram FC Instagram FC logo. Follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, at a.g.graphics with an X. And of course, shout out to Spencer, our producer, our beat maker, our everything. He's what makes it sound so good. So follow him on Instagram at that guy dope, especially if you need some beats done. He's got you. Once again, on Instagram at that guy dope. Thank you so much for listening to episode 78. Catch us next week for episode 79, which I'm sure will be another good one. Um, but I'm, I'm happy to have Edward back, but yeah. So thanks, for, thanks for listening and catch us next week. All right. Take care, guys.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.